Yay, yay, yay. Yay. Hi, yay, yay. Who the ball the ball? Ball with the ball, the bang, the bang. <laughs> no. No? Uh, I mean, maybe. <laughs> sure. Sure? I mean, why not? Freedom of song? <laughs> Hello. Hi. <laughs> Welcome to Hysterical History. Ah, what is that sound? It's nothing. <laughs> it sounds like nothing in here. It's so quiet. I mean, you can hear the light, actually. What? I can. I can. It's a high-pitched sound. I can hear it downstairs, too, if nothing else is on, and then it slowly kills me. I'm too old. I can't hear those <laughs> those pitches those anymore. teeny tiny sounds. It's okay. You just got to wait. It'll go away. Yeah. Eventually, it all goes <laughs> away. It'll go away. <laughs> Welcome to Hysterical History. A history podcast about the funnies. By two broads. Yep. Who have a broad perspective. Mm-hmm. It's been a while since we've done that tagline. It's true. Yeah. But it is. A broad perspective. Uh-huh. Wide and wide-reaching and wide ladies. Deep. It smells good. No. Okay. We're done now. Perfumed. <laughs> Soft. Yeah. It's been, it's been a minute since we recorded. <laughs> so, sorry. We have a lot of stuff on our minds. But you can hear the new, beautiful, silent room of silence. Listen to the quiet. Mm. Hear the nothing. You like that? Ooh, nothing. I think I don't like it, and then I leave this room, and I'm like, ah, the echoes. <laughs> Everything hurts me. <laughs> Shut up. Yeah, every time you come in this room, you're like, it's for, it's like, it's. I'm in an insane asylum, and the walls are padded, and then someone <laughs> opens the door, and you're like, the laundry's so loud, I'm dying. <laughs> Shut the door. Every time. <laughs> it's great. Every time. Uh, so today, we're doing another uh, recommended topic. Hell yeah. Hey. But before that, we have to read an email. <gasps> yeah. That I forgot about. No. I mean, I didn't forget about the email. I forgot I was supposed to read it right now. Oh, sure. So I got to pull it up. Oh, yeah. So it doesn't take a minute. So we got an email from Meg Dolan, hey, a.k.a. Yeah. Megalodon. <laughs> Megalodon. Uh, bum, 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 bum. Exactly. Nice. <laughs> hey, Meg, what's up? And she said, hi, ladies. It is I, the Megalodon. Nice. <laughs> we, lo- we loved your movie. It was so Amazing. good. It was so good. I uh, just wanted to write to wish you both a very happy new year and to tell you again how rad you are. Yay. Aww. Aww. Thanks, Meg. Megalodon, you're the best. And we hope your new year is good. Obviously, this was written a little bit ago, <laughs> like before the new year happened. But, uh... We were, we we shipped in the night passing. Mm-hmm. That I I was gone early dis or not early December, like mid December, and I came back home on Christmas, mm-hmm. and then you left the morning <laughs> after Christmas, and I had to drop you off at the airport yeah. at like two. We had like a weird night of like going to gas stations and going at, to the movies at like midnight. <laughs> yeah, we went to see Spider Man, and then mm-hmm. we went to a gas station <laughs> to so, get food. That's all I remember. We watched Friends episodes. So that was our Christmas. Yeah, and then yeah. I took you to the airport. <laughs> and then you were visiting family away. Yeah. Yep. And just got back recently. So now, reading the email. Uh, I've been listening to your backlog over the past few weeks. My sister just had a baby about five hours away. So I've been burning through those driving back and forth mm-hmm. a few times this month. And I'm like, oh, thank you for listening to the old ones. I'm so impressed. Anytime anyone's like, I was listening to the backlog. It's always so nice. I know. When I was home, um, my sister told her, like, 
one of her coworkers um, and her boss about our podcast, and they're like really into podcasts, and so she's been listening to all of them. And she told me she really likes our first two episodes, and I was like, really bizarre, strange. <laughs> but uh, hey, Chelsea, shout out, shout out, Chelsea. Uh, but everyone who listens to the older ones, it's like you're precious. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Um, and congratulations on your niece, nephew, baby. I can't remember. She told us in a minute. I'll tell you. Congrats on the child. That you didn't have, but mm-hmm. you get to hold, and it's nice. It's nice when they're adjacent babies, because then you don't have the full responsibility, but you get to hang out with them. None of like, the it's work. It's a baby. Right. Yeah. You didn't have to, like, carry the parasite. Mm-hmm. You didn't have to, like, have it explode out of you. Yeah. <laughs> You don't have to pay for it. Haley has a lot of feelings about babies. <laughs> They're weird and creepy. But I like them. Um, but, yeah, and you and you feel like the hero every time when you're like, I'll watch the baby. Everybody's <laughs> like, thank you. Wow. Oh, our savior. Yeah, really going out of your way. And you're like, mm-hmm. For three hours, I'll watch the baby. Mm-hmm. But, but she said, I noticed... In at least two episodes, but probably more, you mentioned that baby monarchs are the worst. <laughs> and I'm like, sure are. They tend to be. Mm-hmm. Just, I mean, they're children. They're children they and they have be in charge of anything. all the power. It's bad. Would you let your tiny infant run a country? <laughs> right. No, you shouldn't. You shouldn't. Um, so, 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 boy, do I have a topic suggestion <laughs> for you. Yay. And I'm not going to read the rest of that because I don't want people to know which baby monarchs we're going to talk about. But we're totally going to talk about them, Meg. I'm very excited about it. Nice. So it gave us dates of, of a list of monarchs that are all from the same country who ruled back to back who are Ooh. all babies. Ooh, look at that list. I'm seeing it out of the corner of my <laughs> yeah, eye. Yeah, It's very good. It's long. There's only one name besides the lady. <laughs> they gave up. Yeah. Oh, but she says uh, she would love to hear our take on this nonsense in an episode. Well, it's on the list, baby. So you're going to get it. You on the list. And uh, she says, I hope you both had wonderful Christmases. Thank you. I had good Christmas. Thank you very much. We, we had good Christmas together. Mm-hmm. We just had roommate Christmas. <laughs> yes, we <laughs> only did. Only two weeks or three weeks after Christmas. <laughs> And wishing you the brightest of New Year's. So bright. Blinding. Illuminated. (laughs) I can't see it. I'm burning. (laughs) Here's hoping to 2019 is the best year for all of us. Yay. Hooray. Cheers, Meg. Thanks, Meg. Some of you had a good uh, holiday. That uh, hangover episode did really well. It did, yeah. So I think a lot of people uh, had fun. (laughs) Hope you all are doing good. Drink some water. (laughs) You need to drink some water. I I say as I only am drinking (laughs) (laughs) Coca-Cola. Got to get those electrolytes. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I sent her an email back for us, and she sent us a reply (gasps) where she included a picture of the baby, which Uh, is Anise. The babe. Yes. Uh, her name is Rivka, which is the Hebrew form of Rebecca. And I'm like, oh, that's How nice. nice. Cute. Um, and it says, I've enclosed a picture of her, although it's probably not as exciting as puppy Bodica pictures. <laughs> and I'm like, maybe not for Haley, but I love baby pictures. We we have our tastes. <laughs> and it says she looks like a, a bit like a potato and would <laughs> definitely be bad at running a country. But we think she's all right, so we'll probably keep her. That's good. <laughs> as long as you, like, understand the limitations of babies. Yes. Don't let yeah. a potato run your country. Don't let them be in charge. But look, little Yanni baby. Aw, little Yanni. What, is, love it? what is what does the shirt say to say we? Wheat? Wheat. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> what? I'm not sure. <laughs> is that like yeet? Maybe. But we. We. Wheat. It's yeet, but for everyone. <laughs> but we all yeet together. 
You eat, I eat, yeet, we wheat. We wheat. <laughs> we wheat. <laughs> anyway, thank you, Meg, for the email. Um, and if you guys want to send us an email, it's at hystericalhistorypodcast at gmail.com. Holla. Send us baby pictures of your babies that you're related to. And your puppies. And please, your dogs. And or your, cats. Or your cats. Yeah, I love cats. Pets. You know, you got lizards or whatever. <laughs> Send them to us. Especially if they have a name that's a historical person. Yeah. I want to know about all the goldfish named Napoleon. <laughs> so send Honestly. me every single one. <laughs> oh, and my favorite, one of my favorite presents I got was uh, Haley gave me a jewelry box that has Napoleon oh, on the front yeah. of it. I'll have to put a picture of it up on uh, on our Facebook page, but it's beautiful. It's very fancy. <laughs> that you just got from your Italian grandmother. Right. <laughs> that she just had. She just had. I'm like, I don't know why you have this, but it's very fancy <laughs> and um, I'll take it. But I need it. <laughs> For My reasons. friend loves Napoleon. <laughs> it's so random. But it's beautiful. And I'm so happy that I have it. Yay. Yay, Christmas. Merry Chrysler. <laughs> no, it's over. We're done with that. Oh, never mind. Anyway, today we're going to talk about a different topic suggestion that was from Peter Borg. Peter Borg? Peter Borg, way back in the day, one of the first people who emailed us. And he was like, hey, this is pretty weird. This one, and he also told us about Napoleon rabbit hunting. It's supposed to be a funny story. <laughs> uh-huh. I think I might do a second Napoleon episode. I mean, like, you I'm have gonna, it. yeah. Like, I'm going to read some books about him and, like, do some deeper dives into Napoleon because there's so much stuff in there. And now you have the basic stuff out of the way. You yeah. can really get into the meat. And I've got to read his, like, novella that he wrote. Oh, no. <laughs> I forgot. I know. It's amazing. He wrote a book. I'm A, a romance novel. Oh, no. He was so thirsty. I love Love him. But today we're talking about the Anabaptists of Munster. Uh-oh. It's also called the Siege of Munster. Sounds delicious. It's in 1534 to 1535. So probably not delicious? No, I don't think so. Mm. Uh, I got a lot of my information from allempires.com. Whoa. But the All Empires uh, article was written by Komnenos. So thanks, dude, or lady. Thanks. Person. So, where's Munster? Europe. In the North Rhine-Westphalian city in western Germany. Of Germany. (laughs) I just like Westphalian. Mm -hmm. It's pretty fun. Uh, many people might know Munster as a wealthy uni town, according to my quote. Of course. Or the country's bike capital. No. <laughs> That's what it's currently known for. I literally only think of cheese. <laughs> right. Literally only That's cheese. That's the only. But now you know. It's Germany's bike capital. <laughs> uh, and it's a uni town. Gross. It sounds like every city in Wisconsin. <laughs> To be honest, they're so into biking. Um, but people, when they go visit Munster for like, I don't know, college, whatever, or the cheese, vacation, yeah. Yeah, cheese, um, they are, or they can go to St. Lambert's Church um, and they notice something weird, probably, that there are three gleaming iron cages, seven feet tall and a yard wide and deep, that hang from the church spire. That's pretty kinky. Just chilling. <laughs> There's nothing in them. What's up with that? But they're just there. What up with that? <laughs> Decoration. <laughs> you know, I like to decorate with cages. <laughs> so we're going to talk about why those are there. Uh, in 1530, um, Munster 
is very, like, religiously divided. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of religious fervor going on in Europe at this time. Yeah. Um, because of Protestantism. <laughs> and they, they just don't have anything else to do. It's true. What else is there? Um, also, Munster at the time is a self-governing city. Okay. And they have, like, a, a like council of elders oh, in charge no. of their city. <laughs> That's so, like, rushed. But, like, elected people. <laughs> I, I don't know that they're old necessarily, but they're elected. It's very weird mm. comparatively to, like, how almost other – all other, like – European cities are functioning at the time. Mm-hmm. But I think it might be because Germany has always got that thing where they're, like, in bits. You know? Yeah, it's very It's like divided. we have, like, 39 princes or whatever. Yeah. So it's like, just whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but the Catholic Church is trying to take control over it. Because I think they used to have control over it, and now they don't. And the Catholic Church just hates that. They want stuff. Give me the city. Give me. And they kind of are like trying to get in on the council, like, to get the people to be Catholic, maybe. Yeah. Um, Last year, I had this many city-states, and now I want more city-states. Yeah, I have a quote that says that Munster is in a careful political balancing act between the archbishop and the institutions of the population of a, at least in theory, self-governing city. Oh, yeah. So, like, it's supposed to be what they're doing. (laughs) But the Catholic bishop's like, it's mine. I'm in charge. I want it. Um. And and at the beginning of the century, they're, like, pretty on the same page. But then these, like, this Anabaptist revolution starts happening, and then things get a lot. Uh-oh. Awkward. Um, blah, blah, blah. Whenever I hear Anabaptists, I think of Anna potatoes. <laughs> I don't know what that is. I think they're, like, scallop potatoes, okay. I think. It's just potatoes. Right. Anabaptist, like, technically just means that they don't... Uh, consider child baptism real. They don't think that works. They think you have to have your own agency to have baptisms. You have to have a soul first. <laughs> yeah, and you don't when you're a baby. You don't. You don't. <laughs> That's true. So there's, But Catholics, they baptize you when you're a baby. And so yeah. basically they're saying, no, you have to get baptized as an adult, which uh, nowadays I think most Protestants believe, and uh, it's not weird. But at the time, it's a problem Hmm. because you're saying, like, not only are you saying, like, we don't agree, but you're saying, like, Catholics are doing it wrong and theirs don't count and you need a new one. It's weird, too, at the time because I bet the child mortality rate's pretty high still. Right. So, like, they're not making it to adulthood a lot. Right. And it's like, like, what happens to those babies? What do you do with all those infants? Uh Uh-oh. Uh-oh. And Germany is still recovering from the 1525 peasant uprising. Uh-oh. <laughs> where all the peasants yell. They got uppity. They're like, hey, we want rights. And then everyone said no. <laughs> Those, like, never Be go quiet. well. It's, they don't. No. But so because of that, like, peasants are kind of like, we could fight. We could do it. This is also 13 years after Martin Luther puts up his 95 theses. So it's like time has passed and a lot of people are like, hey, we could do other stuff. We don't have to listen to the Catholic Church anymore. Right. He told us we don't have to. (laughs) But like and and at this point, it's not just like people are like, yeah, I'm going to be Lutheran and hang out with him and have basically the same thing except for those three things I don't like. Mm -hmm. It's like. Now people are like, hey, I could do my own thing. Maybe I believe something different. (laughs) Now it's like, if he did it, I could do it. I could do it. I could make my own salad bar religion. Um, Like Bernard Rothman. Oh. 
um, or Bernhard. <laughs> There's an H. Oh, yeah. Um, but he begins preaching against Catholic doctrine uh, and draws a large following in Munster specifically. That they're like, hey, hey, he's making sense. Hey. Bernard. Hey, Bernard. Um, the Catholic Church then bans him from the pulpit. <laughs> okay. You don't get to preach anymore. I oh. said no. Okay. Like in Munster, I think specifically. Oh, like sure. you can't preach in Munster. He goes like two feet outside Munster. And he's like, I'll do it. Here. <laughs> and he's like, they're stupid. They kicked me out. <laughs> <laughs> like if some guy already hates you, do you think he's going to listen? Or? Right. I don't even, whatever. I don't know. Catholic Church does weird stuff. I, and I have a quote that says, uh, Rothman, who had come to Munster as an ordinary Lutheran pr- priest, had undergone a process of radicalization. Oh. Result of a continuous persecution by the archbishop and his followers. Oh, no. Amongst the city council. Oh. So, like, he was pretty chill and just wanted to be like, hey, I have ideas. And then they were like, shut up and sit down. And then it made him intense. Yeah. Like, they it lit the fire. And he's like, <laughs> I'm going to destroy you. <laughs> If I can't have a, an opinion, I'll kill everyone. The the, <laughs> the Catholic Church is Batman, and they've made their own villain. They did. Yep. They oh, they always do. Good job. Way to go, um, Batman. Yeah, after they kick him out, they, they try to expel him from the town altogether. Like, just kick him out of the town entirely. Um, but he has a lot of support from, like, regular citizens there. And then mm-hmm. so they start yelling. And then they're like, fine, he can be here. He just can't preach. And he's like, oh, I'm going to. Shut him up. Right. Uh, I have a quote that says, and on w- more than one occasions, the uh, people commit violent assaults to keep him in the city. Oh. They're, like, attacking Catholic people. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. And they're like, fine, fine. You can stay. Fine. <laughs> okay, stop throwing me out the window. Stop it. It hurts. <laughs> In February 1532, um, a mob of his supporters oh. stormed St. Lambert's Church, oh. uh, which is the main parish in Munster. And they put Rothman in as their preacher. Ooh. Yay. Overthrown. Take them down. <laughs> <laughs> Kill the rich. Meanwhile, in the Netherlands... Mm-hmm. We have, um, oh, just kidding. Not <laughs> Never yet. Never mind. Nothing ever happens there. <laughs> Never mind. Meanwhile, <laughs> in the Catholic Church, yeah. uh, Franz von Waldeck. I'm so bored of him already. <laughs> He's elected Prince Bishop of Munster. Okay. How many other titles does he need? I'm the Prince Supreme King man. Bishop Lord. Bishop Governor. Lord. Uh, Ultra Supreme with (laughs) Emperor Tyrant with with chives and sprinkles. (laughs) Sprinkles, gross. (laughs) Not chives and sprinkles. Um, And he becomes the highest ranking church official in town. Yeah. In Munster. I'm the ultimate. I'm so cool. Which, like, that means that people are going to attack you. (laughs) Super Saiyan 4. Um, And he's the little brother of the Count of Waldeck Eisenberg. So many words. Who was a minor aristocrat. Oh, no. And that's how he got up there. Uh, wait, so he's like a small aristocrat or he's like a child aristocrat? Um, uh, he's just not like real Important. rich. Yeah. Okay. But, he's, but he has some money. Um, and because of that, he has money and access to military power because that guy's a count. Mm-hmm. So he's like, cool. And if there's a problem, I'll take care of it. I'll take care of it. Um, By killing them. Yeah. So we're having this problem with Rothman. 
Mm-hmm. Because they just took over the Catholic Church, and Franz is not into that, mm-hmm. obviously, because he's in charge of it in town. <laughs> That's my thing. So he hires a mercenary army to uh, blockade Munster. Okay. Until they give him Rothman. <laughs> no food, no porn, no, no wine, no. No, th- no cheese. Give me that man. I want the man. Um. And the city council is like, should we do that? But then they get like, <laughs> all of Rothman's people are like, don't do it. And so they're like, okay, we won't do it. Uh, just kidding. <laughs> we won't. Um, but then Franz has a surprise attack oh. on the people uh, on the morning of December 26th. 600 arms townspeople. Merry Christmas. Um Backed by 300 newly minted city soldiers. Oh, no, France isn't attacking. They're attacking France. Oh, okay. They're like, it's not enough that we yelled at him. Now we're going to punch him in the face. Does newly minted mean they just grabbed anyone they could? Like, here, you're a soldier Yeah, now. you're a soldier now. Here you go. What? No, I, I'm like a, I make wool. So, and they attack him at nearby Telgt. That's not a word. T-E-L-G-T-E. Telgt. Um, and Franz is expelled at sword point. And mm. I have a quote that says, he was understandably irked. <laughs> <laughs> I'm vexed. He's, I'm terribly vexed. He's a little mad about it. <laughs> just a little, just a little bit. And they go through his house and they take a whole bunch of, like, other people who are highborn and keep them as hostages. Oh, no. It's really chill. <laughs> um, They're pretty fed up with the whole situation. And... Von Waldeck, Franz, he doesn't see any way out of this, so he signs a treaty with them about religious tolerance mm-hmm. um, on February 14th, 1533. So this is before the rebellion, Haley. This isn't oh. what we're talking—this is pre-that happening. Pre-rebellion. Yeah. yeah. We're going to—this is still a year or two from when that happens. Oh, okay. This is, you know, this is how it's feeling in Munster right now. Right. So, and he allows Protestant pastors to preach in Munster's churches. Okay. That's the agreement. And he gets to, like, come back and they'll stop fighting. I mean, that sounds fine. Why? That sounds fine. Why have, Why were you so angry? Well, I have a quote that says, One wonders why the Prince Bishop of Munster, Franz von Waldeck, didn't take a stronger line with these preachers. And I'm like, I think he's afraid of, like, dying. <laughs> I mean, when you—I mean, he's so overcompensating just with his name. <laughs> He's not that great. Well, and apparently there are a few reasons why he would do that. Mm-hmm. Um, one, he he's just a brand new bishop. Yeah. Brand new. And so, like, he doesn't know what to do. He's no. been bishop for less than a year, I think, at this point. Right. So he's like, what? Uh, and then, two, um, also, there's a lot, uh, or he has a lot of, like, generally positive feelings about Lutherans. Mm-hmm. Um, because he has a Lutheran chaplain in his, like, group. What? So, like, he doesn't think it's that bad. Are you allowed to do that? I don't know. How does that work? Um, I thought it was, like, oil and water. Like, also you had to be one or the other. And he's not, like, the cleanest bishop in the world. <laughs> um, because he has a, it says a female companion at Ooh. his side. He's got a girlfriend. He nasty. So, like, he's like, whatever. <laughs> Supreme chive dick commander I, bishop. I guess. <laughs> whatever. But now to the Netherlands. <laughs> Meanwhile. Suddenly, they hear about all these things uh, that are happening in Munster, uh, and the Dutch Anabaptists are like, hey, we should go there. Why? Because, because they have religious tolerance. 
And they're being, like, horribly persecuted in the Netherlands. I guess. <laughs> um, specifically, Jan Matthias hears about it, and he wants to go over there. Um, and people have been, like, chasing him out of towns for, like, years <laughs> because he's an Anabaptist. And he doesn't wash. <laughs> no. And he has, like, a weird mole on his face. Exactly. So they're, he's like, let's go over there. They'll mm. like me. They'll accept Probably. my weirdness. Right. Um, and people uh, at the time who are Protestants, I think most of them are probably Lutherans, mm-hmm. and they still believe in child baptism. Sure. So um, even to the people who are Protestants, Anabaptists are, like, kind of intense. Right. Um, because basically they're saying, like we said earlier, like, that the babies just go to hell. <laughs> right. And it's like, that's— And that, that's a lot of babies. That's pretty rough. Yeah. So even the other Protestants are like, whoa. Like, like it that's may, harsh, dude. I get it, like, now when child death is, like, so low. Yes. But— I um, mean, depending on where you are. But right. Yeah. But, like— But still, comparatively to the time, it's a lot better most places. Back then, that's, like, pretty intense. Yeah. Definitely, like, comparing Europe now and Europe then. It's, like, mm-hmm. it's stark. <laughs> Pretty bad, my dude. Um, so four years into the Religious Tolerance Treaty, uh, the Holy Roman Emperor, Charles V, orders that every Anabaptist in his territory shall be brought from natural life to the death with fire, sword, of the like. Okay. <laughs> so Or the like. People don't like Anabaptists. <laughs> You couldn't, like, sit them down and put them through a seminar? No. No. Let's just kill all of them. Also, I have a quote from the Imperial Diet of Spire Uh from 1929 about Anabaptist teaching. Uh, It says, thereby declaring that every Anabaptist and rebaptized person, men or woman of mature age, should be transferred from natural life to death and should be tried by fire, sword, (laughs) or similar means, according to circumstances, without previous inquisition by ecclesiastical authorities. It's so dry. It's like, we should transfer their natural life to to fire or sword. Kill them is what it says. It's like they're talking about like moving some files. Yeah. Or well, like killing some animals. And what is natural life versus Yeah, transfer from natural versus, life to death. Uh Yeah, what's unnatural life? What what about his unnatural life? <laughs> but yeah, so people don't like Anabaptists, yeah. which is why when they hear that there's a religious tolerant town, they're like, "Yes. Yeah. Move today because everyone wants to kill me." <laughs> It's rough. That's pretty rough. Yes. Um, uh, it, they, like, they have an estimation that in the Netherlands alone, 50,000 Anabaptists were executed. I mean, they're killing babies, so. So kill them. <laughs> so kill they them first. They think our babies go to hell. <laughs> they're trying to send our babies to hell. So kill them. Kill them. <laughs> um, and, like, specifically why it's bad in the Netherlands is that's where Charles, the Emperor Charles V lives. Oh. The Holy Roman Emperor. At the time, he's living in the Netherlands. Yeah. So people are, like, extra intense about it there because he's <laughs> he's yelling about it. He's there. Right. Whereas if you're in another country, you're like, I know that technically, like, you're in charge. Yeah. But, like, whatever. You, like, get, a, like, an email once a week or yeah. something. And of you're course. Just like, okay. <laughs> whatever. You sure. just put it into the spam folder. Right. That guy over there is yelling again. So we're going to talk about Melchior Hoffman. Yikes. He's born in Franconia. That None of this is real. <laughs> this is all like some D&D campaign. <laughs> and he converted from Protestantism to Anabaptism. Oh. And embarked on a journey 
in the mid-1520s on a Europe-wide odyssey in order to preach the new faith, my quote says. What a Lulu. <laughs> a Lulu. <laughs> I, I can't. Who converts to the thing that's being murdered? And then you're like, I'm going to go talk about it everywhere until I die. <laughs> I guess. Until I get murdered. You know what? I'm tired of this world. Until I get sanctioned murdered. <laughs> right. Until my natural life is transferred to dying. Right. Like my quote says, being hunted from town to town. And I was like, of course you are. You wanted you it. You know that this is what's going to happen. This was the plan. But he finds a lot of people who agree with him in Holland. Um, and he converts them. And he gains a uh, – his branch of Anabaptism <laughs> is called – they're called Melchiorites. I hate it. It sounds like Milky Rites. Yeah. I don't like it. And Melchior is such a, I don't know, like evil wizard name. <laughs> See, there's a, in Spring Awakening, there's a character named Melchior, so I just think about him. Mm-hmm. And he's played by Jonathan Groff, so I'm like, oh, <laughs> hi. Oh, a little dandy king, huh? Pretty hot. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, they're the Melchiorites. I hate it. And normal Anabaptists are pacifists. Well, that's not good. And his aren't. <laughs> that's better. Is it better? That I mean, there's going to be more fighting. At least you can defend yourself. And he not only is into fighting or, like, not against fighting, but he's advocating a violent overthrow of the existing society in anticipation of the imminent coming of God's kingdom. Cool. So, Neat. yeah, there's, there's like, the one extreme is pacifism, and the other extreme is Melchiorites. <laughs> is, uh, you know, or like forced crusade. Kill everyone so that we win. God's coming, and we need to get rid of him. He's coming. We got to do it now. Whoa. I just, spoiler alert, he's not coming. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know how it's, it's uh, 2019? It didn't happen. It didn't happen in 1525 or I had, 35. I had to think just a, just a second about what year it was. Well, yeah. yeah. Well, just a 20... Yeah, when you said it, I was like, oh, it is. That's oh, right. It, it is. You're right. Oh, my. And now we've dated the episode. Great. Bum, bum, bum. Great. I mean, there's, there's, there's going to be a date stamp on it anyway. And there are other Anabaptist leaders that he's hanging out with, like Johann Schroeder. Mm-hmm. Um, and they get to Munster. And they're like, I don't think Melchior goes to Munster, but, like, people who are following him go to Munster. And so they're like, hey, we should hang out here, and we're going to tell you guys all who are, like, into Protestantism already because of the other guy, Bernard mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. Or whatever. What, that guy, Rothman. Um, you should talk about our Protestantism because it's better. We should kill all the Catholics. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we should just kill them. And so he starts preaching all this radical stuff, Schroeder, and he gets kicked out. <laughs> really? Of the city. Huh. Because he's been crazy. Yeah. Um, in December 1533, but then he's allowed to return back and is again banned in January 1534. Stuff goes down in the winter. I think they just run out it's of just hobbies. Like a month. <laughs> like he gets back in for a month and they're like, You're back out again. Oh, we thought we'd give you like a Christmas gift, but you could not last. You are so much. Right, but he gets brought back in again immediately, snuck back in by Anabaptist brethren. So it doesn't matter. He's back anyway. Cool. Um, so the council's like, what do we do? <laughs> what do we do? Because it's become a problem. They just keep coming back. And the only person they have to turn to is the Archbishop of Munster. <gasps> Mr. Anchovies So they're and like, hey, sprinkles. F- hey, friends, we're having a problem. <laughs> hey. Because these people are nuts. 
Can you help us? He's like, I put nuts on my Sunday of excellence. <laughs> and um, me and my female friend. And he basically paid for his bishopric. I mean, so many of them do. I mean, you kind of have to. You, like, you are either uh, just, like, in with them politically or you pay for it. Right. His predecessor is Bishop Eric. So he's not real. <laughs> Bishop So he Eric. definitely bought his bishopric, too. <laughs> Eric. Bishop Eric. You're never going to be pope. Not only because Yikes. most people don't become pope and you're going to die before that, but, like, you couldn't be Pope Eric. Right. I know they changed their name, but, like, no one would even let you be pope if you were named Eric originally. Yeah. Not in the 1500s. Pope Chaz? <laughs> no. Even um, Bishop Chaz. It's bad. Even Bishop Eric. <laughs> <laughs> it's bad. But anyway, everybody knows that Franz bought his bishopric. <laughs> everybody knows he has a girlfriend. Yeah. Everybody knows he's friends with Lutheran. Everybody knows. He's got a, like a hip pad <laughs> where he just hangs out and smooches women. Yeah. And- but they're like, hey, can you help us? Because <laughs> it's a problem. We really hecked it up. Right. And John Matthews, who I mentioned earlier, moves mm-hmm. because he's heard other. there's other Anabaptists there, too. And so he's like, cool, I'm going to move, too. We're all going to meet up. We're having a convention in Munster. <laughs> and we're going to – it's forever. Muncon. <laughs> no, Anacon. Anacon. Anaconda, don't. <laughs> My Anaconda, don't. Don't, please. Don't. I'm dead now. Um, and they also take Jan Bukelzoon Van Leiden. Oh, no. Woo! Please say it again. Jan Bukelzoon Van Leiden? Van Leiden. Van Leiden. Uh, Bukelzoon. Oh, my God. It's got an S and a Z next to each other. Bukelzoon. Woo! Or Bukelzoon? We love German. It's amazing. So in February, they're there hanging out. That's that's when Jan gets there, and he's like, party time. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey. Let's take off our shirt. And he's got, like, a butt ton of Dutch Anabaptists with him. And oh, he's man. like, we're here to party, baby. <laughs> party party hard and kill everyone. And he is a uh, described as a charismatic baker turned Anabaptist prophet. You don't mm. become a prophet. It's not switching jobs. <laughs> <laughs> I used to be a hip baker, and now I'm a hip uh, and now religious leader. I'm a hot leader. prophet. No, I'm a super prophet, and I smell like yeast. Um, and he sent two of his acolytes to Munster in yes. January to make sure it was like cool beans before they moved in February. Yawn. So when he gets there, he's got friends already hanging out. And they get there and Rothman, who was the first guy who was causing problems, is like, yes, mm-hmm. all the people to yell <laughs> at the Catholics. This is what I'm saying. I'm sorry. I know there are a lot of names, but like some of them are going to die pretty soon. It's so it's okay. fine. They won't last. Um, but he's really excited. And the Anabaptists ro- reportedly rebaptized 1,400 people, which is 20% of the city's adult population. Whoa. That's a lot of people. Very fast. Within a week of their arrival. They get there, and in a week, 20% down. They have to set up a factory. That's so many baptisms. So That's many people get dunked. Getting dunked on. I guess I don't know if they dunk them or not. Maybe they just do forehead baptisms. Mm. They don't say, but I presume they're being dunked. Whenever the word Baptist is in a thing, I always picture, like, Southern Baptists. That, right. Like, and do, they, they dunk. Do the full dunk. That's right. That's the Mormons. We do the full dunk. Gotta get, like, if you're not totally wet, yeah. 
then God doesn't know who you are. <laughs> Literally at Mormon baptisms, <laughs> there are people whose job it is to watch and make sure you go under the water all the way. Oh. And if you don't, they make you do it again. That's so fun. Which is funny because then when I got baptized, my boyfriend baptized me at the time. And he was worried that I wasn't going to, like, that we were going to have to do it again because he'd never done it before. Mm-hmm. And so he pushed me way down. <laughs> all right. And then, get like, under. And then, like, pull me back up. And I was like, Ugh. You know what they should do is they should have, like, a, you know, at some pools they have slides. Oh. They should just, like, push do, do it and then just send you down. And the force of sliding down will shove you under oh, the water. there you go. See, I was like, they should just have a line where, like, most, you know, most people of that size will be under. Like, mm-hmm. adult, this is the adult line and that's the kid line. Yeah. This is how far you got to dunk. But also slides. Also, <laughs> I think slides, gravity will do it for you. It's true. And then you can just have a man up being like, and you're good, and you're good. And then more people <laughs> want to be baptized because it's a fun slide. Wee! Everyone likes slides. Everyone. Mm-hmm. Haven't you ever been to a water park? There's always a line for the slides. There's always a line. <laughs> oh, but Haley, how are they baptizing this many people? How are they convincing people to join them? Uh, by force. They're running around the streets in a state of half-dressed religious zeal, singing about the end of days. Uh, I'm, yeah, that would do it, cool. too. They're like, hey, I want to be half naked. They're like, it's over. La, 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 la. And people are like, <laughs> they're right. <laughs> that seems, I'm I'm convinced. Seems legit. I want to do that, too. <laughs> Which is YOLO, but as a cry. A war cry. Yes, you only live once. La, 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 la. And Matthew is specifically, he has an... Um, apocalyptic prophecy that oh he said that Jesus Christ would return to earth that Easter. Oh my gosh. Um, and all Christians needed to prepare themselves for the imminent end of the world. Why do they do this? <laughs> Why do people, it doesn't make any sense because it's not going to happen. They're always wrong. And then you're going to be wrong. It's embarrassing. It's a lose lose. So in February um, of 1534, that's when they got there. Mm-hmm. Um, Franz, Archbishop Franz, Prince Bishop Franz, <laughs> Prince Bishop whatever you want to call him, Sexy Machine Franz. He's like, uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many people now. Uh oh. And they're all switching really fast, <laughs> which is bad. He like wakes for up me. one day and 20% of the town is like naked and yeah. running around. In a, in a week. And he's like, what mm. happened? How long was that orgy? Whoa. <laughs> what? Hey, we don't want to accuse him of orgies. He's apparently had a girlfriend. Just, it's a two-person orgy. Okay, that's fine. He just says it to make it more festive. Yeah. Because he's the he prince bishop. I know some of them say archbishop and some of them say prince bishop. I don't know what prince bishop means. Are they the same thing? I don't know. Oh, maybe. Who cares? But so then he's like, uh-oh, and like maybe we shouldn't do religious tolerance. <laughs> It's always when it gets hard, isn't it? It's like, oh, I didn't realize that they would let the idiots do what they wanted so to do. So he puts out a notice and says, hey, we're done Ooh. with that. You can't rebaptize people. <laughs> and um, no. No take back. No. What are you doing? And he's like, I enforced the imperial edict earlier that says if they're Anabaptists, kill them. Uh, there, I, for, I think it was weirdly for language arts class, like mm-hmm. honors language arts, we had to go into groups oh, sure. and set up 
uh, working government. Yes. I've had to do that, too. Uh, and we had a group of, like, me and two other girls, and we're like, we should do a democracy. And they're like, how do we make, like, the stupid people not do stupid things? And we're right. like, no, we should have a dictatorship. No, we should. We should. No. And yeah. I think we won, like, the little competition because we're like, we're going to have a triumvirate, and uh, none of the stupid people can do their weird stuff. Nice. And I'm like, in the back of my head, I'm like, I'm going to murder them as soon as I have a chance. Yeah, yeah. Because they're stupid, too, and yes. I know what's going on. I'm in charge. <laughs> I was going to, like, I was planning in this fictional creative, yeah. like, class to Caesar them to death. Being, like, giving people freedoms is really scary. It is. It reminds me of that. There was, like, a game. I don't remember what it was called, but it was, like, an online game where you could, like— I think uh, I know what make you're talking your own about. country. Yeah, we you did pick the government and uh-huh. stuff. So fun. But I always was a dictator. I'm like, I'm in charge, and you're going to deal with it. <laughs> the rest of you are computer, and you don't. Know and then how they're to always like, it. we want to be nudists, and I'm like, no. <laughs> and they're like, you're mean, and I'm like, too bad, too bad. Put on clothes. I don't want to see your junk. The answer's no. Put on underwear. You'll thank me later. <laughs> it's, they're just children. Ah, <laughs> uh, children. It's a great. I, I. We should look up that game. It's a great game. You could I wonder like, if it still exists. You could like. I remember playing that a ton in college. Yeah, very fun. Yeah, we give you like these are what the people are asking you about. What should happen? And then you get a pick, and then they'd be like, everyone's everyone's always mad no matter what you do. Just like in real life. We should definitely play that once you get your like gaming channel up. Oh yeah. Um. So. I have a quote that says, the citizens of Munster ignored the demands of its bishop. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Yo-la-la-la-la-la. We do whatever we want. You shouldn't have given us freedom ever. <laughs> you made a big mistake. So on February 11th, 1534, which is my birthday. <laughs> you are very old. I wasn't alive yet, but <laughs> February 11th is my birthday. The Munster City Council grants full religious tolerance to Anabaptists. Oh, no. And they start calling Munster New Jerusalem. <laughs> Uh-oh. It sounds like you said nude Jerusalem. Nude Jerusalem. <laughs> I'm going to let you know, when people start using the term New Jerusalem about mm. wherever they're living, it's not good. I mean, current Jerusalem's kind of a it's always hot bad. fire. <laughs> yeah. Why do you want to be New Jerusalem? Or clothed. how do you want to be the sequel? Unclothed Jerusalem. <laughs> Definitely even. not. Please mm-hmm. keep your clothes on. It's like Jerusalem, but we're like a nudist colony. So then on February 28th, the new council elections happen in the city. Uh-oh. And guess what? <laughs> the entire council is Anabaptist. The Anabaptist won all 36 seats in oh, the city council. N- oh, no. Including electing Nipperdalling. No, and that's <laughs> Nipperdalling. And Gert... Kippenbrock as Burgomasters. (laughs) These are like joke names I give my Pokemon. (laughs) So many words. (laughs) Burgomaster. No, that's that's a title. Yeah. Burgomasters. Because like a Burg and then you're the master of it. Burgo. (laughs) Burgo. Like ergo. Burgo. Mm. Ergo. Burgo. (laughs) And as the month goes on... (laughs) We're having problems. Oh, no. Um, armed city employees reported uh, reportedly moved through the city warning those who refused adult baptism to flee. Uh-oh. Crying, get out of here, you godless. Oh, no. God will punish you. <laughs> Whoa. Uh, it's weird. Secret police. It's weird, But not so secret. It's weird, man. Out of our city. Oh, it's weird, man. It's intense, dude. Already. Oh, man. So Matthias is here, and he's like, I got something to tell you guys. God told me we have to kill all the Catholics and Lutherans. Yeah. Saw that one coming. 
I have a quote that says he preached, everywhere we are surrounded by dogs and sorcerers and whores and killers and godless and all who love lies and commit them. (laughs) Oh, no. But people are like, we don't want to murder them. It's like, but God said so. No, but so he's like, okay, well, let's just kick him out of the city. See, that's like the number one sign that you're not legit. Yeah, if you won't commit to it. When God tells you, quote, quote, unquote, God tells you to do something, you're like, Eh, but maybe not. Right. If so, if someone can convince you otherwise, that's not real. Or you're just, like, not a good prophet. Yeah, one of the two. Because it's true. Sometimes prophets don't listen. Um, so more than 2,000 Catholics and mod- uh, moderate Protestants are kicked out. Goodbye. Honestly, at that point, I'd be like, you can take it. I'd be like, I want to leave. <laughs> it's, it's scary. I'm going to go to the Netherlands. They know how yeah, to treat you they people. They hate you guys. <laughs> you, I know exactly where to go where you aren't. Ooh, they maybe had a point. <laughs> I hate to say it, but it maybe, gets bad. maybe they had a point. I you mean, guys like got... I said, normal Anabaptists were supposed to be pacifists. Yeah. These are the crazy ones. <laughs> the ones so, that got loose. Yes. I think most Anabaptists, it's like, just leave them alone. Just, they just have different feelings than you do. <laughs> but they're not going to hurt anybody. No. And they won't even hurt you if you hurt them. Mm-hmm. Leave them be. But these guys, you're like, no. These Set ones. them on fire. It's like... Uh, <laughs> it's really bad. Like when kids go off to college and they're like let off the leash. Yes. And they're just like, party! Party! Kill the Catholics! <laughs> Jug, 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 <laughs> Lutherans, jug, jug, jug. Um, and just as many, uh, you know, the Catholics that are leaving, Anabaptists come and replace oh, no. them. So now it's just a full city of Anabaptists. It's like a haven Woo-hoo! for them. Oh, no. Yeah. How does this all end? <laughs> we'll see. In flame? Um, so Bishop Ben Waldeck is mad. He's like, what happened to my city? He's like, gosh dang it. <laughs> and so what does he do? He gets that mercenary army back and is like, let's go. <laughs> These guys are expensive. This isn't cool. I am vexed. I'm mad. They cost a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Last time I had to sign a treaty and it went so bad. I don't want to do it again. <laughs> I just wanted a cool job. <laughs> I have a quote that says, Munster simultaneously simultaneously prepared to battle Von Waldeck and meet Jesus Christ. Whoa. <laughs> party A lot time. of preparations. Party hardy. Um, so they, like, fortify the city walls. They are rounding up all the people who haven't been rebaptized oh and are gosh. dunking them by force, or they have to leave the city. It's, I guess, like, because I'm not religious, I'm like, I mean, you're going to heaven either way, right? Why do you care if you get baptized again? I mean, they're saying you don't go to heaven if you don't get baptized again. Oh, but I mean, but if you don't believe that, it's like, well, I've been baptized, and they're like— Well, because otherwise they're kicking you out of the city. (laughs) Yeah, so, like, why not just get baptized? I mean, yeah. It's weird. Like, why are people (laughs) fighting that— that so much? Well, I don't think they're fighting it anymore. It's just they're not giving them another option. Sure. So they're like, this, this is with force. You have to do this or leave. Yeah. And so uh, they run around to all the houses of people who uh, were Catholics or Protestants and take all their stuff. <laughs> like their Seized. food and their weapons and, <laughs> and stuff. And their food. And um, then they just abolish private property altogether. Cool. It's, it's gross. It's going real well. Get rid of it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we're going to be communist here. It's going to be fine. This is That every, always works really well. Everything I feared when I said we should have a triumvirate. <laughs> this. <laughs> this. The weird Anabaptists. And that same month, Matthias, 
he rounds up all these uh, documents and anything that has, like... Oh, actually, I should read you the quote. It's funny. Wait, which one is Matthias again? He's the one who's the prophet who was a baker who moved here from the Netherlands. the weird hot baker. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, it says, That month, Matthias also had all archives, documents, contracts, accounts, and ledgers destroyed in a Fight Club-style attempt (laughs) to abolish all debt. I mean, it sounds cool. Debt is over. I, hmm, that sounds, uh, at first I'm like, oh, man, don't, like, destroy the records. But at the same time, he's like, let's have a jubilation, but, like, Fight Club style. Yeah. Like, that's kind of cool. I have a quote that says, everything that Christian brothers and sisters have belongs to the one as well as to the other. And that's Rothman was preaching that. Uh So he's the first guy. So he's like, everybody's stuff is equal. And they're like, yeah, burn everything. (laughs) Debt is made up and the money doesn't matter. It's gone. Um... (laughs) It says they also believed in some fairly forward-thinking ideas such as pacifism. I'm like, not these guys. Did they? Um, Is that what you'd call they this? Do, they do apparently believe in separation of church and state, except for their church owns the state. So I don't agree with that. That That's not true. But I think they just mean Anabaptists in general think these things. Sure. Like the, normal, the normal ones like out in the world. Yes. These ones are crazy. Not these ones. Mm-hmm. Um, so on April 5th, 1534, Easter comes. No Jesus. <laughs> hmm. Weird. Huh. Where'd he go? Huh. Why didn't he, didn't he know it was Easter today? He's late. He had an appointment. And um, Matthias claims that, oh, I had a vision. Uh, uh, just, never mind. Convenient. Wait. Update. And he's like, I'm going to get on a horse and I'm going to go out there <laughs> and we're going to destroy their siege and I'm going to free the city. Oh. And everybody's like, yes. Sure. And he goes out there and he gets killed with a spear. Yeah, of course. <laughs> and they cut off his head and they put it where the Anabaptists can see it. I mean, good. What is happening? And now their prophet died. Merry Easter. <laughs> What a great holiday. <laughs> it's the best Easter anyone's ever uh, had. Everyone's like, best Easter ever. So then everybody's freaking out. Uh-oh. A little bit. <laughs> you know, when you lose your leader, mm. everyone freaks out. And, like, he wasn't a prophet, clearly. He was like, I'm going to—Jesus is going to come. He doesn't come. I'm going to win. He dies immediately. No. At best, he was a really stupid martyr. <laughs> yeah. At best. Um, so everybody's like, uh-oh, what do we do? And Matthias's uh, main lieutenant is a 25-year-old tailor. Oh, no. Named Jan of Leiden. <laughs> oh, no. Your baby lieutenant. <laughs> and so he gives a speech about um, where he reinterprets that uh, mm, apocalypse like the, prophecy. The doctrine, yes. And that do- doomsday is later. Mm, Don't the, worry about it. The math was wrong. Yes. And it's later. And then on April 8th, that guy, that Jan, different Jan, mm-hmm. um, dissolves the in- elected city council entirely. The the tailor? Yes. Whoa. And he appoints 12 elders to run the city or, what, are of they, his own choosing. Are they still Anabaptists? Yeah. Oh, no. But he's like, these. my people are in charge <laughs> now. Not the people you elected who are all also our friends. But the people I picked are the, now in charge. The one in my pocket. Yes. I am now a tyrant. Um, previously, he had been an apprentice tailor, so not even a real tailor. He wasn't even good at an it. An aspiring actor. Oh, no. And an unsuccessful innkeeper. Oh, no. Wow. And he's the new prophet. That's your new guy? Yikes. Even Jesus was, like, good at carpentering. Right. So it's a little bit like what's happening right now is what happens a lot with these kind of things um, is where the first guy had a point. <laughs> yeah. 
Bernard in the beginning was just like, I just want to preach. And then they yelled at me and he got mad. So he got more intense, which mm-hmm. is like fair. Yeah. And then other Jan, Matthias, he was just like, I'm just trying to like, I thought this place was free. That's what I was told. And then now they're fighting me. Right. And so <laughs> when I try to hold them underwater, they just struggle. Well, no, but then he also gets more intense because of it. Mm-hmm. Right. Like he was already kind of intense. But yeah. like once again, with the backlash, he's more intense. But this new guy is just like, ooh, a free seat of power? Thanks. I failed at everything I've done. I'm going to do whatever I want. (laughs) Right. I was going to say to you, too, it reminds me a lot of the, like, Russian Revolution. Yeah. Where it's like the first guy has a good idea, and then other people take it and destroy it. Yeah, and then, like, the people with good ideas keep dying, and, like, they hand it off to the next guy who's just, like— happen to be there. Yeah, it is like I'm a psychopath. <laughs> oh, no. Woo-hoo! I didn't notice because you didn't do anything, but now you're the only one left. Right. And you're running the country? Like, our first guys are Lenin, but we always end up with Stalin, huh? Yeah. Huh. Anyway, so he's getting prophetic visions left and right all the time. God is so close to it's him. It's weird They're how so it, connected. you were getting him before when you were a tailor <laughs> apprentice. Well, he wasn't the prophet then, Haley. He mm. is now because the other guy died. That's true. Um, God can only talk through one person at a time. Oh, and I guess um, a lot of people at this time are claiming to have visions, you know? Because sure. now that's open to everybody yeah. because of Martin Luther. <laughs> it's like hot potato. Who got um, it? Who got the God? But— Jan is one of only several Anabaptists who claims to have them mm. regularly. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a quote that says, So did many Catholics, including Ignatius Loyola, uh, founder of the Jesuits, while Martin Luther once threw an inkwell at the devil. <laughs> okay. So lots of people be seeing stuff. That's so sassy, too. It's like a childish, and then I threw an inkwell. I threw a pen at him. At his face. <laughs> ha ha. He was really mad. Get out of here, devil. <laughs> Get out of here, Satan. <laughs> You got ink on your face. Ha, ha, ha. Ha, ha, ha. That's the voice I imagine Martin Luther having. Ha, ha, ha. Yeah. I have a quote about Jan, the new Jan, who's our prophet, uh, that says, He at times went into moody seclusion to emerge with a rejuvenated sense of mission. Oh, no. Drugs. (laughs) It was drugs. And he danced naked in the marketplace to show his innocence before God. Was that why he was doing it? Yeah. I guess his innocence is his penis. <laughs> the innocence <laughs> is his penis. Can God see my innocence? He had to, like, make it do the, what do you call it, when you get it to go all the way around? Pinwheel? I don't. Oh, Wheel. like this? Helicopter? Yeah. Helicopter. Yeah. Yeah, I asked okay. a helicopter before. I thought you meant back, and that's why I was confused. <laughs> I was like, I don't think you uh, can. If you, like, unless <laughs> the penis, like, touches you on the back of your shoulder, you're not really a prophet. Anyway, that's why <laughs> that's why you got to cut off the foreskins. That's ah, real, it's really easy. You just gotcha. wear it on your shoulder there like you a go. parrot. Yeah, hello. Hello. This is my foreskin. <laughs> okay, we're moving on now. <laughs> um Munster uh they become increasingly militarized, my quote says. They become? Yeah, more. <laughs> So they give citizens weapons, and they put cannons on the walls, and they're like, we're going to get you. Who are you going to get? Well, Franz's people are just sitting outside. (laughs) Just waiting for it to implode, I imagine. They're trying to starve them out. Yeah. So they're just hanging. That's why when the one guy was like, I'm going to go get them, they just killed him, because they're just standing there. Just waiting. Waiting for something to do. Munching on good food. Yeah, chilling. Chilling. 
getting paid to just sit and do nothing. Mercenaries are like, this is the best job I've ever had. Smoking that good weed. I love France. Yeah. He's my favorite bro. I thought he was, like, completely, like, full of himself. Mm Mm-hmm. But he is, but in a way that, like, I like him. Yes. He, he is weirdly the hero of the story. <laughs> Almost never in these kind of stories are the bishops the hero. Right. But in this one case, you're like, you know what? Good for you. He's hands-off enough that I'm like, okay, Right. Sure. He's, like, friends with other people who are other faiths, and he, like, signed an agreement with them at first. And then they just don't, like, they keep being dickheads about it. I think the thing is that bishops really do need girlfriends. Yeah, it helps a lot. I think <laughs> forcing them to be celibate is not great for them. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and specifically for the canons, they repurpose two church steeples. They put Whoa. cannons on them. <laughs> Whoa. That's intense. So cool. Oh, my gosh. Which, uh, presumably, like, the churches are in the, like, middle-ish of the city, maybe. Yeah. So they're shooting cannons, like, in the city <laughs> to out of the city. Like, they're not probably at the wall. God says hello. <gasps> Kapow! The word of God! Bam! In your face! Which is awesome. I wish they still had cannons in them. <laughs> yeah. That would be a cool church. Why does this church have a cannon? Oh, gosh. I'm still waiting to hear what those cages are for. <laughs> So there's so many possibilities. Um, the residents are now adhering to a daily schedule. Oh no! Written by Jan. They've gone like full, like dark utopian. They've gone cult. It's gone bad. Um, and they're required to wear simple clothing to erase social distinctions. Oh my gosh! Good. Franz, mm-hmm. the bishop, bishop, hears that Jan said they're going to burn the city down. Okay. Like, if you don't let us get food, we're just going to burn the city down. Yeah. Um, And so he's like, well, then we got to get in there and fight them. And so they launch launch an attack, a massive engineering project. Oh, no. Because they drain the moat. (laughs) We must drain the moat. Around Munster. I just imagine mercenaries with buckets. (laughs) Also, that must be so gross. Yeah. There's got to be nothing more gross than a moat around a city. I can't even imagine. Like, where do you think people, like, throw all their weird garbage in their refuse? And especially, like, in a farm land. Yeah. Nasty. Yuck. Uh, he conscripts 2,000 farmers from the uh, area mm. to uh, drain the ditch. <laughs> do it. Under the cover of night. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so you don't get hit with those church cannons. Yeah. <laughs> And their cannons, um, the bishops, they're shooting cannons at the walls for four straight days. Oh, no. um, but when he finally attacks on May 25th, the Anabaptists are able to, like, defeat his mercenaries who are reportedly drunk. Wow. And um, disorganized. Yeah. It's almost like you need an actual military. Yeah. Like, you really should be calling the Holy Roman Emperor. Yeah. Like, I know that makes you look bad, but <laughs> also, he hates Anabaptists so much, he'd be like, of course I'll send you some people. Oh, sure. I hate them. As long as you're oh, not— you got yeah. stuck with them? Mm. I was wondering where they all moved to. That sucks. As long as you're not Eric, because I hate that guy. Oh, yeah, that douche. And he's like, nah, Eric's dead. And he's like, perfect. Is Eric dead? Okay. <laughs> Thanks. That's, goodness. That's fine. It was ridiculous. That his like, name was Eric. Of course he's dead. I, I'm the one who replaced I'm him. I'm bishop now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, right. Uh-huh. I on, remember how I'm on top of works. it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Totally. So, in June, they're just, so they're in there for months and months, and the guys are just sitting, making sure they don't get food. Uh, an Anabaptist woman named Hille Faken. <laughs> Faken it. Faken? 
It looks like frickin' with an E instead of an R. But she has a plan, and she's like, I'm going to assassinate the bishop. Oh. (laughs) Steal the Constitution. Whoa. Just, and she oh, says she's wow. inspired by the biblical character Judith. Oh, um, who assassinates someone? I Very guess. inspiring. Wow. Yeah. Um, who during the siege of Bethulia, Bethulia, seduced the attacking general Holofernes and beheaded him in his sleep. I mean, so she's like, I'm yeah. gonna seduce him and then I'm gonna kill him. But like, maybe she doesn't know he has a girlfriend. I, so, you like, know, he doesn't need you. You know that patch I have on my leather jacket? That's mm-hmm. that's Judith. Oh, nice. Beheading him. It's nice, awesome. Nice, nice. Um, so, yeah, she thinks that's going to work, though. And um, I don't think she knows he has a girlfriend. <laughs> I am, like, if this turns out how I want it to, she's going to meet them. And it's like, hey, girl. And she's like, oh, he's handsome. Oh. Oh, oh no. <laughs> um, but so on June 16th, she sneaks out a monster, and she's like, okay. I'm going to hook up with him. But instead, she gets discovered, captured, and executed. Yikes. Well, I mean, you made an attempt. So after she dies, uh, Jan is like, guess what, guys? We're going to be polygamous now. And oh, it's mandatory what? that all women are married. Oh, my gosh. Which, um... That's not really what polygamy means. Uh, but he's just like, we can have multiple spouses. But specifically, the population spread at this moment, there are 2,000 adult men and 5,500 adult women in Munster. Gross. So our numbers are a little bad. Mm. And a lot of those women aren't married. Um, So they're going to get married. Gross. Yay. Also, like, how are you feeding any of these people? Well, they just stole the food that people had left over from the other It's got to be, like, running out, though. I think they're also farming, so they probably have oh, some okay. stuff. They but have, like, like, farming stuff I in mean, the... They're running out. It's tight. It's tight. It's tight. You know what we should do? We should make more people. Yeah. I mean, I don't think he wants to make people. He just wants to have lots of sex with lots of ladies. And then kill the babies. Yeah. Who aren't going to heaven. <laughs> nope. Bye. <laughs> Send him straight to hell. Yikes. Yeah, if the unmarried woman were not under the protection of a husband. Um, because he's saying that that's why Hille snuck out. Oh, because, like, she didn't have a husband to, to control her. To leash her? Yeah. Oh, cool. So to make sure that doesn't happen anymore, everybody gets married. Cool. I have a quote that says, Just as the women commonly have been lords and have had their we- their own way, now among us he has subjected the women to the men so that all of them, young as well as old, have to let themselves be ruled by men according to the word of God. Uh, so before this, we were all equal, remember? Uh-huh. And then suddenly, no. That lasted a long time, didn't it? Um, so people aren't into the polygamy thing. <laughs> Yeah. Most of the time, they're not in history. Uh-huh. Uh, so they're like, hey, we don't want to do that. We don't want to do that. Um, so on July 30th, 1534, 47 people, led by blacksmith Heinrich Molenhecke, <laughs> uh, attempt to overthrow the government oh, from wow. inside. The government. The city government. Mm-hmm. So they managed to capture Jan pr- and take him prisoner and put him uh, in city hall. Um, but the majority of Munster is upset because they like Jan. Okay. And so they just have to let him go. You can't have it always, my dudes. Yeah. So after that, everyone's like, okay, I guess we will do the uh, polygamy thing. <laughs> I mean, we don't like it, but eh, it's Because too much. Jan has all of the 47 people executed. 
what? Oh, no. Yeah. So everyone's like, I guess we can do polygamy. Yon is, <laughs> Yon is so over the top Yon is now. Robespierre. Oh, my god. Yon gosh. is Robespierre. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's just kill them all. Yeah. Cool. Um, so the blacksmith we talked about is executed because of that. A young boy is executed when authorities thought he was trying to escape with herding cattle. Ooh. Um, one woman is executed for taking too much of the ration of meat. Hmm. Cool. I mean, if you're the army outside, just wait. Yeah, they're going to just implode. Like, he's going to be the only one left. Eventually. Like, eventually, actually, it's going to be, like, one other guy who eventually kills him in his sleep. Yeah. So Van Leiden, he reportedly has 16 wives. I hate it. Which I'm going to say with the math, um, each person only needs to have two or three. But that's never how it works. No. It's like with any kind of dictator, they're not doing it so everyone can have a share. Yeah. They're doing it so they can have all the he things. Has 16. That's so gross. This is like this is also the definition of patriarchy. Yes. Um, capital punishment for trivial offenses becomes commonplace, yeah. says my quote. Yeah. And the victims are mostly women. Yeah. But also the people are mostly women. So mm. like, I guess. Mm. We have spares. They're also in some things you read, they'll say that they're having like giant orgies, and we don't know if that's true, but like why wouldn't it be true? I if mean what if we're doing polygamy and he's got sixteen wives, what are they doing? Why would he not force them to Right. Right? Um so one of his wives has the nerve, it my <laughs> quote says, to uh-huh. call Jan out on his luxurious lifestyle. And she returns jewelry he'd given her. Oh. Jewelry he'd stolen. You're a pig. Take back your pearls. Yeah. Um, so he responded by taking uh, Wanderscherer, that's her name, mm-hmm. or Wandscherer, um, into the town marketplace and executed her. That sounds about right. And while he did, he made the crowd sing. <laughs> He's so, oh my gosh. And he began to dance around her beheaded corpse and was like, praising God. <laughs> Started pinwheeling his little dick around. Uh huh. Yikes. And he makes his other wives dance too. Cool. It's a fun time. This could be you next time. <laughs> it's gonna be you next time. Yeah. Um, and while the men have many wives, one woman is executed for having two husbands. Oh, of course. It's yeah. not about them. No. No. No, no, no. That's no, the no, thing. No. Like, I'd be so cool with polygamy, except it's never the other way well, around. Well, and that's the thing. It's not polygamy. This is polygyny. It's where yeah. you have multiple wives. Mm. No one can have multiple husbands. Right. So. If ladies could have multiple husbands, but they never, ever do. No. Why would they want more? <laughs> anyway, except for this one lady. And um, she got, got murdered. Von Waldeck is like, I got to punch him again because he's just, I don't know what they're doing. They're just like right. sitting. It's like, I mean, I feel this way about a lot of wars where people are just sitting and I'm yeah. like, what are we doing? <laughs> What's the in-between time? Why are we waiting months before we attack? Like, are we just waiting for supplies? Are we waiting for people? Are we just like planning? I don't know what's happening. Yeah. We're just staring at each other from a few hundred feet away. Playing cards. I guess. So in August, he's like, we're going to punch him again. And um, the Anabaptists have a hard time with it, but they still beat them. Oh, my gosh. Sucks. And now we have a new prophet. What happened to the old one? Um, You'll see. (laughs) This is a really clever move. Mm -hmm. I'm kind of amazed at this guy. So a goldsmith named August Johann Ducentier, whatever. Whatever. He proclaims that Van Leiden should 
rule is king. Mm-hmm. And he's like, and I'll be prophet. Ooh. And I was like, wow. You sneaky little minx. What a move. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what a chess move. <laughs> and he's like, you know what? I do think God wants me to be king. Oh You're my, right. You're so right. Wow. You are definitely the prophet. And he adds that he's going to be new King David and rule until Jesus returns to earth. Oh Whenever that is, we don't know. Oh, my God. And he replaces the council of elders with a royal court and starts wearing a crown and carrying a scepter. <laughs> oh, he's so off his rocker. I'm in charge and I'm so cool. And now I am king. King! Um, so, at the same time, the imperial diet of worms, I don't know where, that, worms is assume, presumably a place, <laughs> but the imperial diet of worms on April 4th, uh, 1535, offers its fullest moral and material support to the policy, Archbishop Franz von Waldeck. Mm-hmm. So somebody from somewhere else in Germany is like, hey, we're going to give you all of our people and our support. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh, we're rooting for you, buddy. You can do it. <laughs> Kill them. Kill them all. fun. But I mostly just wanted to put that in there because it's Diet of Worms, which I think is hilarious. The, the, famous, the famous Worms we Council. We love eating the worms. <laughs> Keeps us fit. But so the city runs out of grain. <laughs> Oh, yeah. And people were like, "Uh (laughs) uh-oh. Why didn't we expect this? (laughs) So they start killing the baby cows (laughs) to eat, which is not good because you want them to be bigger when you eat them. You can't. Because then there's more meat. You can't wait. But they don't have time because they're dying. I'm waiting for cannibalism, honestly. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I like that. (laughs) I have a quote that says, anyone who still has something to share with his brother, this is Van Leiden, Mm -hmm. um, they must do it. (laughs) Do it. Uh, but in April, they are still having famine problems. Yeah. Um, cool. Of course. So some people are starving, and uh, says others were even reduced to cannibalism. Of course you were. And Jan and his close associates are living in royal splendor. Yikes. So your weird people are, like, down there eating themselves. Eating each other, Yeah. yeah. And cool. you're just having a good time. This is veal. so fascinating. <laughs> this is like everyone is always like, what would happen if we just completely secluded people on an island and yeah. just let them go? It's like, no, it's happened. It's, this happened. This happened. Yeah. And it nothing is a surprise to me. Yep. Nothing is a surprise. Here we go. <laughs> exactly what you thought would happen. Right. Like, I hate Lord of the Flies because it's so boring and dumb. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it retracts on its statement at the end immediately but like also i don't like it because this is this is it yeah this is real lord of the flies and yours is just with kids and Mm -hmm. i don't care but anyway uh he claims that the reason that he gets to eat is uh because of the glory of god god (laughs) (laughs) because god um about 1600 people Armed men uh, remained within the city walls. So he also oh says, like, you can leave if you want, um, but 1,600 people stay. Okay. I think they're afraid they're going to get killed anyway by the bishop. So, like, right. what's better? I, I guess. Um, Jan promises everybody that God's going to deliver them from the army outside. I mean, I just, can you just walk off with a, a white flag and be like, please make me Catholic? He, uh, he says a quote. Says God will smite them in their hearts so that they will run away. Also, like 
everything you're going through, like you're eating people, yeah. is is it worth it to like not baptize those babies? Mm-hmm. You're really. Um, but by Easter, so this is a year after last Easter where mm-hmm. the one prophet died. So he's been prophet for a year now. <laughs> yeah. um, by Easter, he clarifies that that previous statement about how God's going to make them run away, that that was just metaphorical. Mm. He meant that spiritually. Run away spiritually from what? From us. Mm. Cool. Yeah. Good. Yeah. It wasn't literal. What are it, you talking about? His spirit is definitely retreating. Uh, so an Anabaptist carpenter named Heinrich Gresbeck, he tries to flee Munster uh-huh. on May 1535, uh-huh. um, but he's captured by Waldeck's troops. Uh-huh. And instead of killing him, he says, hey, let me help you take the city. I mean, that's a thing. If you, like, escape, yeah. you're like, please let me help you take him down. Yeah. And so they're like, okay. Yeah. So on the night of June 25th, he leads 300 of von Waldeck's soldiers into the town through a poorly guarded city gate, it says. <laughs> um, and his forces fight their way through the streets, killing over 600 Anabaptists. They only had 1,600, I'll remind you. Oh, my gosh. Before the city surrenders. <laughs> and they... Only had to kill almost half the people, and then they'll give up. Mm-hmm. I don't know Each. why they're... Why are they fighting so hard? I don't know. They cannot be well-fed enough they're, to, like, stand up. They're crazy. <laughs> I don't know. So what are they? They find this, like, 26-year-old mad king. <laughs> yeah. Who's a failed actor. So they take Jan, <laughs> his viceroy, burned Nipperdolnik. No. Don't. Not like this. Dolink. Sorry. Nipperdong. Nipperdolink. And another Anabaptist named uh, Burned Krechinsk. Prisoner. I feel like they just give up halfway through. <laughs> um, Bernard Rothman, our boy from the beginning, mm-hmm. is still alive. How? He survived. Oh, my gosh. Um, oh, sorry. He survived up until now. <laughs> yeah. But he died while fighting. But they never find his body. So mm-hmm. maybe that's not true. They might have eaten him. <gasps> there's. They probably ate him. I was going to say if there's no body, but no, they ate him. Yeah, they probably ate him. That's the thing they never talk about in comic books. Yeah. When they die, they're like, there's no body. They live. It's like, nah, something ate him. No. <laughs> something they, ate Batman. Especially when they eat each other. <laughs> um, so in January 22nd, 1536, uh, the prince bishop gathers a crowd in front of the city hall to see Jan of Leiden, Nipperdolink, and Kretschikentink. <laughs> and what happens to them? Uh... Put them in cages. They're in the cages. Yeah, they're in the cages. And they get their flesh ripped off with hot tongs and are yeah. stabbed in the heart. Whoa. Um, and then, yeah, they put them in there to just hang out. And just hang out. <laughs> Apparently, this is the punishment required by law. They do have some weird legal execution methods. Yeah, where they pull off your flesh with hot tongs. And I'm like, I've heard about a lot of, like, rough deaths, and I'm like, what could be worse? Like, I this might be the worst one. I, the it one, sounds really bad. The one that gets me is when they, like, tie a little bit of your digestive tract, oh, yeah. and then they, like, crank it out mm-hmm. like, it's that a piece of, like it's a piece of thread. Right. Like in ones that involved your organs are probably worse. Like where you get eviscerated right. and stuff. But this one's pretty bad. And like 
drawn and quartered is such an easy thing to say. Yes. That you might not think about it. But, like, having your actual body, like, ripped apart Uh by force is pretty brutal. Right. But, like, this is essentially kind of the same thing. Yeah. It's like, at least that's quick. But this this is like you're burning and it's pulling off your flesh. And I'm like, that's pretty bad. Peeling you off. Yikes. Um, so he also rep- apparently repented his claim to royalty, Jan. Before I don't he, care. Before he died. I don't care. Uh, the night before. That wasn't the issue, Jan. So, but he's repenting to Catholic priests. I, uh, I don't – that wasn't the thing that we were mad about, Jan. But so um, to prevent people from getting ideas, <laughs> yeah. they keep them in the cages. See that? Don't do it. Don't do this. Um, yeah. Don't think you're God's chosen boy and make people eat each other. Yeah. So Waldeck gets back in and he's like, we're Catholic again. And everybody's like, okay. <laughs> oh, thank God. <laughs> Literally, thank God. And he appoints city council members himself. He's like, you don't get to choose anymore, <laughs> dummies. Because you can't. You chose bad. <laughs> um, this yeah. is one of those few times where it's like, oh, thank God, the Catholic Church. I know. Oh. Yeah, it says citizens weren't allowed to elect their own representatives again until 1554. This happens 1536. That is shockingly soon, and to I be said, honest. Uh, yeah, I, I, I literally put in parentheses, fair. That's fair. I would have had him wait way longer. I've been like, you don't get to ever again. Right. Like, there would have had to be another peasant uprising. Yes. Like, 1600s at least. So, one of my sources, I'm almost done, but one of my sources was very interesting to me um, that I read was coinsweekly.com. <laughs> okay. Which, yeah, I was like, that's... Um, weekly? Weird. Coinsweekly. Do you need it weekly? They do, Haley. Is that... That seems too much. And so apparently during this year, from like uh, 34 to 35, um, they created a famous coin mm. called the Vider Taufer Taller. Of course, that's what it was. Um, and yeah, after they're recaptured, maybe it's 35 to 36. Um, but once Bishop Franz takes back over the city, he mints a coin for the occasion. Oh, a commemorative coin. Yeah. Um, Does it have, like, people in cages and stuff? I don't remember what's on it. Uh, it says principal saints of Munster, Peter, and Paul are on it. Very original. So he's like, we're Catholic, Peter and Paul. <laughs> um, George and Ringo. There's an inscription that covers both sides of it, and it translates, The word became flesh and dwelt among us. Unless a man be born again of water and the Holy Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. One king, upright above all, one Lord, one faith, one baptism. Yawn. Yeah, it's pretty just classic, but mm-hmm. it is making the point. Like, you don't get baptized again, and also, um, the only king is God. So, if he says he's king, he's not, even though we have Holy Roman Emperor, who is a king. <laughs> like, even though we have a ton of kings, actually. Yeah. Hmm. But, you know, mostly God. But not that one. But God called those people, Haley, so it's fine. Yeah. Um, there were a few Anabaptists who survived. They're oh. known as Battenbergers. <laughs> okay. And they continued to be violent and polygamous. 
How do you keep doing it? I think I don't think they're in Munster anymore, but like they survived the situation. They were like, you know what? I still want to be mad and punch people and kill them and have many, many wives. Like just hearing this, I'm like, I just want to go sleep. I want to nap. <laughs> I also, don't, I don't want multiple wives. No. I don't want to fight anyone. I don't want to eat anyone. I just want to take a nap. Totally. Why are you still doing it? <laughs> and weirdly, the larger number of people. Um, renounce both Catholicism and Anabaptistry. <laughs> That's fair. And they become Mennonites and the Amish. This huh. is the roots of the Amish. That makes so much sense. So they go way the other side. Oh my gosh, that makes so much sense. Um, who I have, I have a quote that says, who are the most pacifistic people in the world. They're so pacifist, they like hold up traffic. Yeah. Because they won't get off their little donkey and buggy. <laughs> and like they won't go, like they are exempt from the draft because it's against their religion. Because they're useless. And you <laughs> put, they won't do it. You put them out there and they like, they they won't do it. And, I and we're, t- we're allowed to make fun of them because they won't listen to podcasts. Yep, it's true. Because technology. They will never email bad. us with angry <laughs> messages. They won't. Unless they're on their like uh, freedom journey or whatever. Their freedom journey. They get like a week to be cool and smoke weed and like have sex or whatever. How do you go back? Most of them don't. I don't Some think. Of, uh, yeah, like Some of them a lot. Don't. A lot of them don't. Um, but um, they're like, "Hey, have you heard of air conditioning? <laughs> it's awesome." And like cars, they're the best. They're so fast. Room, room, baby. I was watching Breaking Bad. Have you heard of television? It's so cool. Oh my gosh! I thought he was talking to me. <laughs> I, to me, we gotta cook. We gotta. And I was we like, gotta. I don't know what that means, but I'm into it. I don't know what this is, but I love it. Oh, and so un. Kind of unrelated to this, but I have to tell you because it was just the weirdest thing I've ever seen. This was the weirdest. Okay. Part of researching this, yes. (laughs) When I was reading this, like I was saying, I was thinking about like Russia, right? And like the Russian Revolution and how Mm -hmm. it's very similar in a lot of ways to me. And other people who are writing articles are also comparing it to things that they think are similar. Mm -hmm. Um, And two different articles I read, one in the Huffington Post. And so that's like an actual, I mean, like Huffington Post isn't like a great um, newspaper. (laughs) Sorry. But you recognize it. But it's a newspaper. Yeah. And one of them was from like something to do with Mennonites. So I was like, well, I assume that they're going to be kind of harsh towards these Anabaptists because they're like. Mennonite monthly or whatever. Yeah. And they're like, um, because I I mean, this is their roots, but obviously they don't agree with these people. Right. So they're like, they're crazy. And that's why our guy became cool. He saw that and he was like, uh uh. Right. Because this is like the thing they rejected. Yes. So So, they're not like happy about it. Mm -hmm. And like they have a connection to it, which isn't like the best and my favorite, you know. But um, both of them compared this to the Taliban or Al Qaeda. Hmm. And Uh, one of them included. A phrase that I was like, I don't think that's cool to say, uh-huh. um, which was uh, Anabaptist caliphate was what they were calling the prophets. But the caliphate or caliph is just whoever's in charge of Islam. It's not specifically related to right. al-Qaeda yeah. or to the Taliban. Right. So, or ISIS or whatever they were saying. Like, I guess in the sense that it's like an extremist, isolated, like kind of secret Right, but thing, caliphates but are for the entirety of Islam. Yeah. So I'm like, that's that, not cool to say. That's not 
the thing I would think about, but like I guess you could equate it to elk. No, it's just see the thing that's weird to me is I'm like I guess you could if what you're saying is that they took the original Islam, which is fine mm-hmm. and good and whatever, you know, just like Catholicism's fine and Lutheranism's fine and being an Anabaptist is fine, and then you made it bad and violent, then I'm like, I guess, sure. But it was just weird the amount of comparisons there was to that. I wonder if one and of them like, took okay. the idea to the other one. From the I, other yeah, one. I don't know. But mm-hmm. it was very strange to read of in just one article, let alone two, that I was like, what's happening? Also, I'm curious when they were written. I think they were pretty recent. Mm. Yeah. Because was... at least with the Huffington Post, I can see it being uh, like titillating and like, oh, sure. you'll you'll get how bad it is if we didn't. But it was weird because most of the article is about the siege. It's not about the comparison. Hmm. And then they're just like, hey, they're like ISIS. <laughs> and I'm like, what? Basically, ISIS. What? And especially because like ISIS and Al Qaeda and all those people are like terrorists actively trying to destroy other people. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, these people are just, like, living in a city being annoying. Actively you know? trying to destroy each other. Yeah. I'm right. like, it just it isn't that similar to me. That's why I was like, it's very strange that you're making this comparison over and over again. Yeah. Though I think all, maybe not all, but many extremist societies tend to be very harsh on their own people. Oh, yeah. That's true. Right. I mean, most of the terrorism Mm -hmm. that's Islamic terrorism is against other people who are Muslim. (laughs) Right. It's like more than like atheists or Christians. But like none of these people are like threatening people. They're just trying to live in a place. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? So I'm just like, I don't I don't see it. But whatever. You know what these crazy terrorist people are like? These other crazy terrorist people. And I'm like, I mean, I guess. I mean, okay. Uh, In the most vague sense. Yeah. Sure. I mean, if you don't know anything about history, I guess you could compare it to that. Yeah. Cool. We're just like, we know more history, so we're like, I mean, there are better things to compare it to. Oh, lots better. You're just like a random... This is just weird. Mennonite Monthly writer. You (laughs) probably... Mennonite Monthly. Maybe don't know about it. Yeah. But anyway... um, Also, Mennonite always sounds like a fossil to me. Oh, that's true. Like Ammonite. It sounds... Yeah, it sounds like a Pokemon. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Almost are. Almost. Um, But apparently this did accomplish something that no Anabaptist group would ever attempt to take and wield political power on that level ever again. It, yeah. They all gave up. They were like, (laughs) nope, it doesn't work. Ooh, it doesn't work. Um, Which is also very funny. It's like, oh, well, it's impossible. So how long do you think they left those bodies in there for? Oh, like in the, oh, in the cages? Yeah. I mean, until, like, the bones fell through, I assume. Um, 50 years. Yeah. Uh, and then they took them down, and then, uh, oh, and, and it, there's a lot of pictures you can look at. <laughs> can, where, you, can you imagine being, like, a child when they go up and it's just there your whole life? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I remember when there's they put them in there. The bones. <laughs> um, and they apparently a lot of artists drew pictures of it with ravens that were eating from their flesh and stuff. Yeah, yummy. So, cool. Delish. Um, and the original cages stay there even after the tower from which they were hung is demolished and replaced in the 1880s. Cool. So like 350 <laughs> years later. Just so we're like in the industrial age, but don't start any crap. And then the church repairs the cages because they're getting too old yeah. and they're all rusty. Give them a, a good little and buff. And so they freshened them up. A little spit shine. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. it's their decoration, Haley. <laughs> 
<laughs> um, British bombs hit that church in mm-hmm. 1944 during World War II, and the highest cage, which for, was for Jan, our king prophet, mm-hmm. um, fell into the street. Oh, no. And another one fell into the organ loft. Oh. Uh, and the third one was still there, <laughs> dangling by a thread. Did they save them and put them back up? Uh, when they rebuilt the tower four years later, it says workers repaired and replaced the cages, um, commenting on their sturdy structure. <laughs> mm, oh, Catholics, these are good cages. Catholics build good cages. Wow. Who would have thought? In 1987, um, as a small act of reconciliation, my quote says, uh, For whom? The church installed a small yellow bulb in each cage to burn uh, from dusk until dawn each night in memory of their departed souls. Uh, who cares? Whatever. I mean, honestly, it's like, so you can see the cages night or day. Mm-hmm. But, like, they were not good people. No. Oh, and the reason they were talking about that coin that I mentioned earlier mm-hmm. is because um, there was a sale of one of those coins coming up. Hmm. So they were talking about, like, where it's from and what it looks like and what it's for. Do you have a um, picture? I can find one. I really I, <laughs> I picture on. it being, like, the, the novelty state coins that the U.S. does on quarters. Yeah. And just being, like, a bunch of cages on a steeple. <laughs> There's no cages, I don't think. <laughs> there should be. Or, like, a, a naked, weird, young adult man dancing in a street. Paste. Why won't you paste? You can paste it all on It me. looks like this. It's uh, so like saints, and there's like a shield on the back, sure. and there are words. It's like a coat of arms and a couple saintly dudes. And pretty, there's, a, there's a date. Pretty boring. It's pretty boring. But um, there was a sale for it on July 1st, 2014, uh, from a special collection Dieter Braun had that he was offering for sale, comprised of coins from Munster and Westphalia, and had been assembled over the course of more than 40 years hmm. when he was selling them. Wow. So that's cool. And I think they said they thought they were going to, like, that coin was going to be, like, a couple thousand dollars Mm -hmm. for that one. So Mm. pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, I have a quote that says, what have we learned? (laughs) What did we learn? Don't do it again. There's plenty to draw from this tale about the danger of cults and falling under the sway of a charismatic leader. For me, however, it's this. Don't annoy a bishop. Don't, Don't let, like, a weird, useless... Boy, run your country. Yeah, like when you have people you believe in and then they die, don't just let whoever steps up next tell you what to do. Or like you can give them a chance, but if they start doing a bunch of weird nonsense and stuff you don't like, you got to you got to nip it in the bud, Get man. rid of them. You got to nip it quick. Once they take your elected council and pick their own people, get out of there. It's over. Get out of there. It's over. There's got to be a sneaky way you can get out. He can't kill With- all of you. Right. I mean, he could, but that's why that like taking 50 people at a time trying yes. to stop it doesn't work. You have to all stand up. And murder him. You need the majority. (laughs) We're not advocating you murder anybody. No, not anymore. No. Back then you would have to because there's no law and order, really. It's true. But nowadays, don't murder. Yeah. Just um, protest and, uh, you know. Write angry tweets. Yes. (laughs) Angry tweets and letters. Call your representatives or whatever. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, remind yourself that things aren't this bad. At least they're not, like, this bad. Because, whoa, that's really fast. All the time. They've only been there for a year. (laughs) (laughs) That all happened in a year. Woof. 
And let's hope 2019 is a better year than 1535. <laughs> they went from thinking Christ was going to rise again to eating people in a year. In a year. Yikes. It's pretty bad. So, Happy New Year. Happy New Year. <laughs> hope your year's better than that. Hopefully, no cannibalism. Uh, thank you, Peter Borg, for the recommendation. I'd never heard of that at mm-hmm. all. And it was crazy. <laughs> what a what a wild ride. And there were so many quotes. People kept detailed records about this. Mm-hmm. They were like, this is some business. When the Catholic Church is mad about something, they keep, like, Ooh, a lot of notes. Write everything down. They write all their sass down. They're like, someone's going to read this in the future and be so <laughs> angry on my behalf. And they're going to get it. <laughs> I mean, that's, like, our, my last two episodes before this were Cadaver Synod, which mm-hmm. was about Catholic popes <laughs> yeah. against Catholic popes. So there's lots of stuff about that. Yeah. And then the one before that, I no, no, sorry, the one before that was Tomoe Gozen. But before that was Hastein. And, yeah. like, his name is that because of a Catholic priest. Yeah, the only one who wrote about it. Who was Otherwise, like, I'm angry. It's so sad that we wouldn't know about that unless, like, a Catholic monk happened to write it down. Right. It just Super makes you annoying. wonder. There's so much weird nonsense that happens in human history that no one thought to write down. Yeah, we'll never know. Or they did and it was lost because it was written on like a receipt. Or they did and we can't trust them because they're the only person who wrote it down (laughs) and they have an agenda. Mm -hmm. They could just be lying. Like maybe that monk was just really racist. (laughs) You don't know. I mean, he probably was. (laughs) He probably was. It was was like 800. Everyone's racist. Really racist. Everyone's still pretty racist. (laughs) Okay, I think we're done. So they were probably racist in 1800. Every time. We were doing that in the episode, too. Uh Uh-huh. It's hard. Mm-hmm. We're used to saying 1800. Nothing happens in the 800s. Except for Hastine. Except for this. <laughs> Except for when they kick in the door to the wrong city. Except for this. Well, this one was 1500. Yeah. But anyway, uh, email us at hystericalhistorypodcast at gmail.com, and we'll probably read your email on the mm-hmm. air. I mean, I should say probably. We will, at least part of it. <laughs> and keep your ears and eyes open because Alexis is starting a new podcast soon. Yes. Um... We're doing Screamies, the Horror Film Awards podcast. Me mm-hmm. and my other roommate, Alyssa, are watching all the horror movies that come out every year. All of them. Which, all of 2018, it was like a full-time job for them. Oh, my gosh. There was a lot. There was a lot of garbage. And we didn't, we didn't, we <laughs> started too late is the problem. Mm. Like, we were like, we got to build some up. And then it's we'll like, be no, you got to do it right now. But I, I... I'm supposed. I'm gonna get to listen to the first episode that they have recorded, and I hear Alyssa has a perfect NPR voice. Oh yes, it's a very. She's got a very nice voice comparatively to my nasally weird voice. <laughs> I know both of us have like we're like you know just not gonna hesitate. But you know, presumably you like my voice because you do listen to this. So you know, you could try listening to that. Yeah, too. Half of it will be much improved. <laughs> And half of it will still be me. <laughs> we'll be the same. But uh, if you like horror movies or just films in general, check that out. Yeah, we're going to be comes up. reviewing films, all the films that come out and talking about them. We're going to be giving you a whole list of all of the movies that have come out this year ranked in order. So you know what is worth watching and what you should stay far away from. There and aren't it, worth it. There are more movies than you think there are. Yeah. Currently, I think for last year, we have 157 movies. Mm-hmm. And we're not done. Right. In the back of your head, you're like, what, were there like 12? <laughs> yeah. 50, oh, like, maybe? Like, yeah. A hundred? No. There couldn't have been a hundred films that came out 
Total. Oh, <laughs> oh there was. Oh, there was. <laughs> some of them are just very secretive about it, though. You had to, like, research hard when some of these were coming out. It's like, why don't you just make it available? And lots of them just appeared. Yeah, that's true. Out of nowhere. Nowhere. Surprise. No one ever m- talked about it at all. It's a movie now. <laughs> But anyway, yeah, give that a listen maybe. We'll I'll link it once it's available on our um Facebook page. Yeah. And um this we're going to have uh, just get hyped. Yeah, hyped. And uh, I think at this point you'll already have heard the guest star episode with Alyssa um cuz she's going to be mm. on this podcast. Hell yeah. Which I think my favorite thing about our episode um, that we already recorded mm-hmm. with Alyssa, that I was like, hi, I'm Alexis. And she's like, I'm Alyssa. And I'm like, yeah, we're doing podcasts. And I was like, Haley's fine. Like, <laughs> I don't want uh, you to think anything happened to her. Haley's fine. Haley's fine. Don't worry about it. Definitely don't, alive. Don't worry about it. <laughs> it's fine. Don't call me. Don't yeah. email me about don't her ever again. <laughs> You don't include her when you email. <laughs> She's gone. She's fine. She's in a better place. But it's okay. Mm-hmm. And I have a new podcast. <laughs> we, we're we moving in a new direction. <laughs> yes. A scary direction. Much like the band One Direction. <laughs> Only One Direction. <laughs> Where we all break up. Mm-hmm. That's the direction. And some people thrive and some people drown. <laughs> that is that is the direction. Anyway, goodbye. Bye-bye. 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 Bye-